0: okay wait hold on oh he gets sacked and i was looking so bad eight minutes left it's 18 to 13. he threw that bomb off oh Ooh, and i remember they threw a flag and we were like oh boy here we go <laughs> we were like here we go instead has been so calm when he threw that pass dude like afterwards uh-huh. Yeah, I hear you. Sorry, I had to,
1: Ooh, had to relive had to, the moment. Yeah, I had to relive the moment real quick. Yeah, oh yeah. my okay. goodness. Okay. All right, settle down. It's okay. It's all right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, a pipe. I'm a, It's all right. I'm a pipe. Hey, everybody, welcome to this special episode of Boomer and the Millennial. We are the champions once again edition.
0: That's right.
1: First the Braves
0: and now the Georgia Bulldogs. And we will get into that. But before we celebrate a great win, we have a very special guest, my friend, actress. Angelica Washington, star of the hit
1: CW series Stargirl. All right, so join us now for this championship edition of Boomer and the Millennial i'm reggie the boomer
0: i'm armandy the millennial and we are back at it like a crack addict
1: like a championship crack
0: addict okay 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 little championship crack addict okay yeah yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. there you go there you go i'm just so hyped i'm still i just don't know what to say words can't explain how i feel after 41 years but we're going to get into that right we're going to talk about the game we're going to talk about it we're going to talk about the past yeah we're going to talk about about the the future future. (laughs) Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely absolutely um and before we get into that uh like we said we we have a special guest this episode. My friend and coworker, I guess you could colleague, say, yeah. colleague. Okay, yeah. Angelica Washington is here, and she is uh, the star of Stargirl, or one of the stars, I should say. Yeah. Uh, she plays Beth Chapel, aka Dr. Midnight. We're happy to have her on the show. So, welcome. Yeah.
2: Woo! Yeah, let's yeah, clap it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, there you
0: go um so angelica is here uh a lot of you guys may know her um as beth Chapel, aka dr midnight um in the hit superhero show star girl on the cw um but ang has also uh, been in a few other things you know um moxie a movie on netflix as well as tall girl and tall girl 2
1: yeah which not is out not out yet, yet yeah
0: but, February
3: 11th, it will be on Netflix. There we
0: go. Um, but yeah, thank you, Ange, for being here. Um, we really appreciate you coming on the show and just uh, hanging out with us.
3: Yay. Thank you for having me. This is so cool. I love the idea of this podcast. Excuse me. I was telling my mom, I was like, yeah, it's like the boomer and the millennial. My mom was like, that's so cute. I was like, isn't it? I love that. Yeah, and also I'm happy to support you anytime. So thank
1: you. Next time we will have to get you and your mom on, so we can. I know, you know that'd be yeah. fun. Oh no. my
3: gosh, you should. She's the best. We I can get love that perspective.
1: Her. I can. I can ha- get some help. You know? And my mom is
3: is older, so I think she's. Wait, is my mom a boomer? My mom's 64. Is that a boomer?
1: Yeah, it's a boomer. Yes, it's That's a, boomer? a boomer. Yes, yeah. yes, she is. Yes. Wow.
3: Okay. I, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Yeah, we're
1: going to do that next so, time. Yeah. We're gonna get your mom yes. on too. Right.
3: That'll be so fun.
0: How are you? How are you doing?
3: I'm doing really great. Actually. I got COVID over the holidays. Didn't get to spend Christmas with my family. So oh, that no. sucked, but it was Yikes. great because I ended up quarantining with my friends who also had COVID who also couldn't go home. Oh, okay. So we just okay. decided to make it our own like COVID Christmas. And, got um, you. It was ended up actually being really great. It's probably going to be a very memorable Christmas probably for the rest of my life. So, um it was really fun. I ended up having a lot of fun and 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 whatever. Now I'm back in Atlanta. How have you been?
1: Yeah. We've not run into the, any any COVID issues as of yet, but So, oh, did, thank God. what did you did yeah. you have any symptoms or was it pretty mild? I did. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. luckily like I'm vaccinated, so mm-hmm. I'm very grateful that I was able to be vaccinated. So it was not as bad as like what I thought it was gonna be. The first couple days were the worst. Um I had like the chills and like really bad body aches. But let me tell you, once I got Tylenol, Mm -hmm. everything changed. Like that Tylenol around the clock. There you go. (laughs) It's really it really
2: got you through it. It
3: worked really well. Um and also for my friend. And so I literally quarantined for 10 days at her home and we didn't kill each other, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Um, because I, 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 and I love her now more. And I was like, this is either gonna go really well or really bad because we are stuck in yeah. a home for 10 days and we cannot step foot out of this home. So this is going to either be great and you're yeah. gonna be like, my bridesmaid, or it's gonna be really bad and I'm never gonna talk <laughs> to you again. And it actually was really Wait, good. Is this, um, Alicia, Alicia uh, Pasquale, Alicia, Alicia Pasquale yeah. Pena, so- yes.
0: Yeah. Which, Father, if you don't know who that is, you you know, from uh, the new Saved by the Bell.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Which which I'm a big fan. I haven't seen the second season. I definitely did. Yeah, I saw the first season. You know, it's interesting. I saw the first episode and then I was like, because I was a big fan of Saved by the Bell even back Mm -hmm. back in the day. And uh, and then I saw and I was like, let me check the seconds. And the second episode was great. And then about the third episode, Armandi's mom shows up and she sits down and she starts watching it. And we actually <laughs> watched all the episodes together. So I need I to, that. yeah, yeah, I need to get, uh, I need to start watching the second season. Yeah,
0: yeah I was telling, I was telling Angie how much of a, a fan you guys were of the show. And so that's he that's did. yeah, that's her best friend. Like, did. and yeah. then I
3: told them, and they were like, what, really? People watch? I'm like, girl, look,
1: look, old yes. yeah. people, all yeah. people, boomers are watching. So, you know. I love it. I
3: can't wait to tell her. I'm going to be like, Well boomers are watching that's your right, show. Honey. They know right. who you that's
1: are. Yeah, absolutely. They know who
3: Aisha is and we love yes, her.
1: Yes,
2: yes, yes.
3: It's so great. Yes, that is one of my best friends, my sister, my, my everything. I love her. And I've learned she's probably one of the only people that I can be like three feet away from for 10 days and like never leave them. And also <laughs> still be like, wait, I miss you. I love you. Yeah. Not like get away. You know? Right, so right, right. but we did do a good job of like separating ourselves, you know, like we yeah. were like, Okay, I'm gonna go in this room for a few hours because I need space. And like, okay, cool. Yep.
0: That's what so you need. That's what you need. You sometimes. need
3: a little space sometimes. I think that's the only way to thrive. But yeah. um I learned that she's probably one of the only people that could be in my energy and in my space for ten days and I don't
1: hate her. So so, so do you all like uh, talk shop or talk about, you know, women of color and and just the industry now what's your feelings about that
3: yeah we talk about that all day every day we actually should stop sometimes we need to be like okay let's not talk about acting anymore like let's talk about other things because sometimes it's all we can think about especially because mm. we're in the industry together and we're women of color and and i think sometimes we often feel like we only have each other you know like because yeah. the rest of this world in general is like not really for us. So we have to be for each other. And so mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think we all, m- all of my friends, which majority of my friends are black women and, and even a bigger sector of those black women are also actresses just because I'm an actress. And so yeah. we, you know, like attracts like, and that's we do yeah. the same thing yeah. and whatever. Support but each other, yeah. We do. Yeah. We support each other. We're often equally competing against each other, I guess you could say, although mm. I don't really look at it that way. And I don't think my friends do either. We're always rooting for each other. And I yeah. I believe deeply that it's, it's genuine. It's definitely genuine for me because if, if it's not for me, I pray it's for you. Right, um, right. And yeah. I also That's just great. believe that what's for you is for you. So I know like, if it's for me, it's going to be for me. And if it's not, then it was never meant for me. Right. So right. Mm, right. there's just that, but yeah, we discuss like being women of color in the industry all the time. The impacts that we want to make, what we want to do with our careers, how we want them to look. We're also so inspired by the women of color who've come before us.
2: Yeah, who have Open yeah. so
3: many doors and who have change the industry to make it better for us and and how we can change the industry and make it better for the next generation and things that we can do and things that we've learned and, and how can we apply, you know, what they did for us and how can we do that for people coming up after us and and how can we make it better and how can we start to level the playing field and make it more equal. And, and I think that we find, I can speak for my friends. I probably can't speak for every black actress, but we find a lot of um, obligation to, to make the industry better for women of mm-hmm. color. And I think yeah. just for, for people as a whole, but I personally find a lot of personal responsibility, whether this has been put on me or I just put this on myself, but mm-hmm. I find a lot of personal responsibility just to not only to show up and like be great and, yeah. and oh. be accountable, but also to like really demand change in the industry for equality, mm -hmm. because I don't, I have nieces and and nephews and I want them to, if this is something that they they choose to want to do one day, you know, I would like it to be like, they enter this industry and they have a fair fight, you know, not like the walls are, it's just so uneven and and more difficult like it is for me and and my friends.
1: Mm You mentioned, Ryan, you mentioned Ryan. icons. I mean, you mentioned yeah. the, the actresses before you and the actors before you. Um, who are some of the actors that, that inspire you?
0: Or even, oh. or even just icons outside of acting as well. Like who, where do you, where do you find inspiration from as far as other people are concerned?
3: Wow. Well, that's a loaded question. I find so many people inspiring. I think, you know, I love the way not only can, I'm going to name just like some names, but like, there's so many black women. I think of like Carrie, I think of Viola, I think of, um, sheesh. I feel like the list could really go on and on. Like from like a Gabrielle union to a Megan good to just so many people. But I think just those few people that I'm naming, I think what inspires me or Issa Rae, right. Who's that's a huge one Mm -hmm. for me. Um, not only to just like create your own stuff and, and go for it, but I love that they, mix their activism with their art. That's something that has always inspired me. And it's something Mm -hmm. that I hope to do. I'm not really doing too much of it right now in my acting, but with the things that I have produced and, the things that I'm currently wanting to produce and currently writing and like things that I'm creating, I'm definitely blending a lot of those two. And it's like, how yeah. do we do that? Like Ava DuVernay is the genius of it all. Right. Like she does so much of that. Um, but I'm so inspired, by like the work of like a Stacey Abrams, right. Like in Georgia, which mm-hmm. obviously this is the state I'm currently living in. Right. Um, and so now it's like her organization, fair fight, right. It's like, how can I get involved and how can I elevate that because she's going to be running for governor again. So what can I do? How can I use my platform as an actress with, I don't really feel like I have influence, but I'm sure I have a little bit more than the average person. The blue check mark on social media definitely does help. I'm not going to act like it doesn't. So it does definitely help get people's attention. And so Mm -hmm. with that, it's like, okay, how can I utilize my platform for the greater good? for, for everyone. And how can I help, um, with things that I'm passionate and what I believe in. And so those are people that I try to look to and I try to model things that they've done. And I'm like, Oh, that was amazing when they did this. Like, what can I do? That's like my version of that. Mm -hmm. You know, Yara Mm -hmm. Shahidi is also great. She's like similar age range, but I think she has done amazing work and has done amazing work. So many people have done amazing work. Yeah. You know,
0: the new season of euphoria is out. So
3: it is. I haven't watched it yet. My friend was Ooh. like, girl, get ready. It's, <laughs> it's wild. It's, and listen, I was like, they,
0: they definitely, uh, the, the writers woke up and chose violence for this first episode. I will oh, be honest with you. So, yeah, she kind of told really me good.
3: a little bit and I was like, okay, can I watch it at night? And she was like, you can. It's just disturbing. And I'm like, okay, good to know. But it's always disturbing. So it's like, okay, sure.
0: Yeah, it's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, but... Speaking of shows, um, how about we, let, let, let's talk a little bit about the show that you're on now, uh, which, you know, the audience has heard that I also work on Stargirl Ooh, that's um, right. and we're on season three. Um, so it's been a blessing to have three seasons of Stargirl. Um, but you know, let's, let's talk a little bit about that and, and, um, what's it like being on Stargirl and, uh, you know, being on a superhero show. I know this is your third season, um, yeah. but w- what is that like?
3: Being on Stargirl is great. I also view it as such a blessing. I think it mm-hmm. is awesome. Getting to be on a superhero show is a lot of people's dreams. It's it's yeah. also mine. It's a dream that I actually didn't know I had until it until God blessed it on my lap. I was never that actress who was like, my dream is to be a superhero. My dream is to be on a superhero show. Never said that. Not once. Never thought I was ever even going to do that. I literally yeah. thought, I was like, my breakthrough is going to be, I'm some pregnant teen on drugs. And I yeah. very Carrie Washington, and save the last dance, like teenage, yeah. teenage baby mama. Like that's what I thought yeah. was going to be my thing. And then here comes Beth Chapel, who is the complete yeah. opposite right. of any yeah. of yeah. those dreams. Absolutely. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just going to like, make her fun and i'm gonna make it very me but like make her really really intelligent and really smart like mm-hmm. honestly yeah beth would be like this was pathetic angelica you couldn't get google chrome downloaded on your freaking <laughs> no, no. laptop well, i mean like, i mean
0: maybe maybe it, beth yeah she, she yeah. would
3: have been yeah. like what in the world and yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. This but is, she
0: would have been nice about it though she would have been really nice been about it
3: like really nice she'd be like oh you just press that button like right, she would have yeah. just done it yeah. instantly it's so funny because i'm like i'm I'm her in a lot of ways, but I'm also absolutely not her. Like this was the perfect example of me not being Beth at all. So, um, but I love it. I think it's really great. I think, um, again, just to like add to that, when I found out that I booked, I booked the show back in 2018. So it was a really long time ago, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, we've been in a pandemic. So here we are. But when I found out that I booked it, I... And I found out it was superhero because that's the two different things because I didn't know when I was auditioning for the show that I was auditioning for a superhero. I thought I was just auditioning for a superhero's friend. Mm -hmm.
2: And then I found out that I was also a superhero. Very
3: confused. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. was like, wait, me? I don't what did I just do in the audition that's that showed superhero? Um, I was like being Beth. And I'm like, what about that is a superhero? And they're like, that's the point. I'm like, oh, great, love that. Um and then I did, and I was like, wow. All I kept thinking was like, I'm gonna like all I kept really what I was thinking was my nieces get to see someone who looks like me on TV as a superhero. That's going to be what is driving me in this role and and, in this, in this show. And that, again, like that responsibility that I feel like that obligation of just black excellence in general, but also just, you know, to be an advocate to open doors for the next generation, because I'm like, Mm -hmm. this is, this is so important. Like, it sounds like, Oh, it's not that huge of a deal. Maybe to some people, like, I could imagine if I was just like a white man getting a superhero role, that would be cool. But I feel like the significance of like a teenage black female superhero with a short Afro who is like Mm -hmm. intelligent and smart and comes from a wealthy family and loves her family and has a great relationship with her parents. Like that's so unheard of that. I was just like, this is special. And like, this is such a, a, an awesome opportunity. And so I'm so grateful that I got to do it. I get, I yeah. get to do it. But I still right. get to do
1: it. A long way from yeah. the, like the pregnant, you know, like, you know, so
0: shout out to a uh, shout out to Jeff Johns for that one.
3: Yes. Thank you, Jeff.
1: So you, when you went into the audition, um, how did you feel about that when you came out, what was that process like? Cause I'm always, I'm, I'm always fascinated by what happens in, in that process.
3: Yeah. Um, if I'm completely honest, the headspace that I was in when I was auditioning for star girl, I was in a very discouraged place Mm -hmm. um, because right before star girl, I auditioned for that in like September.
2: Mm -hmm. I found
3: out that I booked it in October, but since that January, like from January all the way to September, I probably went on not even exaggerating by the way, about a hundred auditions.
2: Wow. I
3: used to keep Mm. this thing called an audition tracker, which you can get. And it like keeps track of your auditions, your callbacks, producer sessions, chemistry reads, testings, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I would always go in and update it. Right. So I'd know like, Oh, this casting director. Oh, I've seen her before. She saw me do this role, this, Oh, this director, this this production company, this network, this, this whoever, like, so I could keep track of like who I've met, who's seen me because when I go into a room, there's nothing worse than like them being like, Oh my gosh, good to see you again. And you're like,
2: i remember ever meeting you because
3: i went on 100 auditions so i don't remember Mm -hmm. you like i don't know Mm -hmm. you know right so i would try to do that to remember and like i literally went on like 100 auditions and i was so discouraged i had tested for other shows that are were so amazing i read the scripts and like when i didn't book them i cried and i went into 2018 um 2017 let me back up i had booked like six guest stars in six months which is like unheard wow. of, yeah. right like You're i got a, a new role. agent mm-hmm. my managers were working so hard for me and i was booking like left and right mm. and then those shows were bringing me back i was recurring on shows and i was like wow this is amazing it's yeah. so the first time i was making my living as an actor um i dropped out of college like my parents finally were like oh okay i get it you <laughs> know right. what i mean yeah. so so I, I went into <laughs> 2018, like very confident, like I'm going to book a series. I'm going to, it's going to be, it's going to be cake. I'm killing it. You know? And then like, yeah. I wasn't looking anything like at all. I didn't book anything for 10 months straight. So I was like looking at my savings account, like, wait, what's going on? And I was just like, look, looking at the world. And I was like, wait, do I need to go back to college? Do I need to get mm. another job? Like, you mm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was at such a crossroad. And so when I went in for to back it up really quick, because I'm a talker, so you can cut me off at any time. No, no, um,
2: no
3: But like right before Stargirl, like not even joking three weeks before, this is like kind of a minuscule thing, but it's a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. I had told my agent and my manager, I was like, I need to I need to change my look because this isn't working. I'm not booking anything. I think my afro is not the vibe, my short little fro. Like, I don't think anyone wants that because all of the girls who were booking the roles that I wanted kind of looked like this really they like had long hair curly hair they just Mm -hmm. or whatever it was they just had like bigger longer fun natural or straight hair it was really straight all the girls that were booking had straight hair or it was like long in some way so I was like Mm -hmm. I need to go back to straight hair like I need to do that and they were like I don't really think that's the issue but like okay if that's what you want go ahead so I went and got this Brazilian blowout didn't work, which is the irony of it all. I went to go get my hair straightened. My <laughs> hair was like, no, no. <laughs> it's like shriveled back up. And then I went back a week later and I did it again. And then it shriveled back up. I spent like so much money, like $500 getting my, trying to get my hair like chemically straightened mm-hmm. because, but not like a, a, a perm because I didn't want to like do that. So I was like, I'll just get a Brazilian mm-hmm. blowout, fill it for a few months. Um, didn't work, went in for the Star Girl audition. Again, I think the character's name when I auditioned because it's DC, so they don't tell you anything. Mm -hmm. So the character's name was (laughs) Rachel. It was like fake sides that were just written for the audition. And I literally was like, I read it and I was like, okay, cool. This will be fun. I'm just going to have fun with this. Like, I don't know if this is right, but I'm just going to make her fun because I need to have fun because right now I'm not Mm -hmm. having fun. And, like, I feel like the point of acting and the point of it all is to, like, yeah, have fun, fun and, like, right. play. And yeah. And I think I was in such a place where I, like, wasn't having fun anymore. So I, like, actively made a decision. I was, like, in every audition I go into, even if it's dramatic, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to make it fun in some kind of way. I'm going to personally have fun. and I'm going to take pressure off myself. I'm just going to have fun. And mm-hmm. everything's going to work out and whatever. So I go in for the audition. Um, and... I'm sitting there as like every black girl in Hollywood ever, like literally. All, all my friends are They're there. Right? Everybody's there. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I'm like, and and it's one of those rooms. It's at Rich DeLia Casting. Shout out to Rich DeLia. Um, and it's one of those rooms where you can hear. It's one of those casting offices where you can hear what the every girl that goes in. You can hear how she's doing her audition. And I'm like listening to every girl, and I'm like literally not at all what I'm about to do. So this is either going to be really good or really yeah. bad because I'm about <laughs> right. to go in and do and you. Do, come,
2: right. do me. Yeah. And I was like,
3: I'm going to make this girl like funny and quirky and like weird. Yeah. And like, I was going to make her, I was going to like talk really fast. And I was going to like, get really excited about something. And then like, be like, Oh no, you know, maybe that, and then, but, but maybe if we do this and I was like getting, doing all this fun stuff. Cause I wanted to have fun. Yeah, like, right. Angelica wanted to have fun. So I went in, I did that casting just like literally deer in headlights was like huh that was really fun that was really different and I was like oh great because my goal was to have fun like that's exactly what my goal was so I'm glad that came across and they were like yeah thanks so much for coming in bye and I'm like
2: (laughs) right
3: (laughs) oh no did you think
1: at that point it's like oh this is okay I had fun but right yeah yeah
3: in the toilet i'm like that's bad they didn't ask me to do it again they didn't right. give me any notes they didn't do it they didn't say or do anything they literally were like oh interesting and i was like dang that's not maybe i shouldn't be trying to have fun i don't know maybe i need to be better um and so then i left and i was like yeah that was probably not good
0: but look at you now
3: yes and then weeks later yeah. it took and a couple yeah. weeks it didn't happen as quickly as some of the other things have happened because DC likes to really take their time. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. a couple weeks later, I, I got the call like, Hey, they want to do a producer session. You're going to meet Jeff Johns. And you're going to meet, you know, all these people and blah, blah, blah. And I was confused because I thought it was, I thought I did terrible. I had fun, but I was like, Oh, they didn't like it. So anyway, so then I go back in and I, I meet Jeff and, and I, did the exact same thing because i was like okay don't change anything obviously they're calling you back so they must have liked you right so i went in and i wore the exact same outfit i wore the first time i did my hair and makeup exactly the same as the first time and i went Mm -hmm. in and i did the same thing and i did it one time not even kidding and then jeff was like great thanks so much and i was like (laughs) Oh no, no That's not, not again. Not good. <laughs> yeah. So then I leave and then they're like, like it was the next day and they were like, Hey, they want to test you for the role of Rachel. And I was like, what? How is that yeah. possible? I did it one time. They didn't right. give me any notes. I'm like, does he want to see if I can take direction? Like anything. And then they were they're like, no, I don't know. They just want to do it. And so then I was like, great. They send the test deal over. And then that was when they were like, Oh, so actually, your character is not Rachel. Her name is Beth Chapel. She's a superhero. She's Doctor Midnight. Here's all this information about Beth Chapel. We'll see you tomorrow. And I'm like,
1: Oh wow! Did now? Did you know that that's what they do? That they kind of no. Okay,
3: not at all. But the irony of it all was when I looked at when they sent the photos of Beth Chapel, she looked exactly like me with my short afro that I tried to change weeks ago that it didn't work. And I was like, wow, God is so funny. Cause here I am spending all this money trying to change my look. Mm. But meanwhile, little do I know, I look exactly like this superhero character in this comic book I'd never heard of. And then I auditioned for her and they're like, oh, you're her. You even look yeah. like her. And, and, I'm and like,
0: I think it's interesting because, you know, the way you did your audition and the way you talk about the character, I mm-hmm. think is very much, if you watch the show, is very much Beth Chapel. Like, it is. You know, yeah. It's so. very much her. Because Beth is <laughs> yeah. just
3: an extension of me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love her so much. But yeah, no, you're completely right. And then I yeah. I booked the role. Thank you so much.
1: Wow. That yeah. is a wonderful story. Um, is, yeah.
0: is there anything you you know, cause this is, this is your third season and we're not gonna, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to have any spoilers or oh. anything, of course. Um, but I mean, is there anything that you want to see as, as the show progresses, is there mm-hmm. anything you want to see happen to your character? Like, uh, any changes or anything that you, you know, you want to see Beth Chapel do or Dr. Mm-hmm. Midnight do, or, you know, anything like that?
3: Yeah, I would love to see Beth kick ass. Oh, can I say ass?
1: Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah you
3: <laughs> Great, yeah,
1: Thank you're, you. So cool. we'll go with that. Right, right, right.
2: I would
3: love to see Beth kick ass. Yeah. I would love to see Beth just be so great. In in the comics, Beth Chapel or Doctor Midnight um, has amazing combat skills because she can see people's weaknesses through her mm-hmm. um, her eyes. Um, and so it, like, it's kind of like how my goggles pop up in the show and tell me all these things about right. people. It, I could mm-hmm. look at you and it would also tell me where to hit you, where to whatever, where are your right. weak spot, yeah. what are your shortcomings, whatever. So I would love to see that. Right.
0: Like, I think that cool. would be
3: so cool. Yeah. yeah and, we,
0: we, 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 and we've talked about that before. Uh, yes. so I, and I agree with you. I, think I, mean, that would I be agree, really cool. and and
1: I did like the second season to see your character even more involved in the storyline, and you know, mm-hmm. just to see the the growth and, and the fact that um, that you were there a lot, particularly toward the end. Because I'm a fan, I watch mm-hmm. it, and even I watched uh, Armandi's uh, debut. Uh, yes, yes. yes, video yes. store. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. we're we're both in Star but you know, that's, that's listen. Right. I, that's, right. that's
0: you
3: know, my one line could, you know, it's
1: hey, it's okay.
0: Yeah, it's a little sick. That soft.
3: one line was well deserved and you did a great job.
0: Well, thank you, Ange. I, I I do appreciate it. I do appreciate okay. it, and I and I love that you guys, um, you and and a lot of the other cast were very supportive of me, and knowing that you know I also am an actor and and want to pursue acting more. Yeah. um, And just shout out to you, um, and just to everyone that's like just been helping me out, giving me advice, um, and absolutely. everything. Yeah. Um, you know, I really appreciate you guys doing that. So absolutely, um, it's and a I grind. love working with you guys. You guys are great. Yeah. So we, we appreciate
1: you being a part. You know, we were gonna we had a question. Uh, about what you would um, what advice you would have um, for other yeah. actors, particularly Good. actors of color. But I, 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 I will say that in your story alone was so inspirational, you know, about being yeah. who you are and just the whole thing with the hair, which is funny because in the beginning, I asked Armandi about I said, well, is that a wig that she's wearing or not? And then, then, Fair. then Armani said, "Well, now nah, I said, yeah, I know. I am not going to ask her any anything about the mm-hmm. hair. I know mm-hmm. better don't than that. I'm not even going to be sister, careful. You're you're not be not careful. Here with a sister. <laughs> uh, so I'm, you know, but if you don't, right, know. If you don't if you know, know, you know, don't sure?
2: it's okay. It's, hey, it's
0: all my, my own
3: hair. Beth Beth Chapel's hair is all my own hair. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's but you wouldn't be the first to ask that. I've been asked multiple times if that froze a wig and I'm like, no, it's actually mine. But so, yeah, but
1: it, but it connects magic. There you go. I mean, it's, it's even a greater connection. So, uh, but but do you have advice? I mean, before we close out, I have actors out there.
3: Gosh, I have, Oh, I want to be like, I have so much advice, (laughs) but I think, um, the number one thing that I will always tell people is, Having, keeping like a really, really great support system Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I think, you know, when all the times I wanted to like move back home, because I'm from Bakersfield, California, I'm not from LA, I'm from California, Mm -hmm. but, um, and I was pursuing acting and like all the times that I was like, I really want to give up, like, I mean, I'm sure you know, but like you can imagine all the notes, right? right? As I literally said, I had like a hundred auditions literally and didn't book anything. Yeah. So that those are really hard to keep going, you know, mm. really, really hard to be like, Oh yeah, this is totally for me. Like, that's a cute idea when you're on like audition 20, you mm. know, yeah. by the time you get to like audition <laughs> right. 89, yeah. you're like, maybe it's not,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe it's right. not
3: for me. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Like, I don't right. know anymore. Um. And so those are really difficult. And I just thank God for my parents mm. because Every time I told my mom or dad, like, I would think I should move home. I should go back to college or whatever. My mom would be like, nope,
2: nope,
3: you're not going to come home. I don't know where you're going to live. You're not going to live here. You're not going (laughs) to, you're not going to give up on your dream. My mom would be like, you haven't even given it 10 years. You have to minimum 10 years after 10 years, then come Mm. talk to me. Then, then come say you want to move home, but after 10 years, okay. But you haven't given it 10 years. What are you doing? Mm. You haven't given it enough time. And so I'm so grateful for that because my mom really had like a vision of like, it was going to take time. And like, it it will eventually work out if you don't ever give up. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was really helpful. And even rounding out your support system, like your friends have to be supportive Because that is actually why my friend circle has changed a lot over the years. Because I think a lot before, a lot of my friends were. Um, people who weren't in the industry and I do have a balance, I think of having friends who are not in the industry, Mm -hmm. but are supportive of me and my vision and my dreams in the industry. Um, and not like jealous or catty or mean because they don't have big dreams, um, because their dreams are just different and that's okay. Mm -hmm. and, And that's fine. And that's how it should be. But before I definitely had a circle of friends who weren't really supportive and I had friends in the industry who weren't supportive and were more catty and, and, and if something good happened to you, they would feel like something bad happened to them. And instead yeah, yeah. of feeling like this is a win for us both, you know? So I think your support system, your circle is everything because anytime I have an issue, anytime I feel like, you know, this happens a lot, but like anytime I feel like I'm being shortchanged. I'm being underpaid. I'm being undervalued. I'm being whatever. Um, my friends get it. Mm-hmm. They understand fully. And, and nine times out of 10, they relate very heavily mm-hmm. and also are there to be like, okay, sis, but you got this, this is what we're going to do. Okay. Let's think of, let's think of a solution. They're very solution oriented of like, how can we make this a better experience? How can we make this better instead of dwelling on you know, things we can't right. change, what's things we can't can change. change. And, yeah. and so just being around people who are supportive and, and like genuinely support me and want me to do well and want to see me succeed the same way. Like they want to succeed. Like anytime my friend books, some, a friend of mine, book something.
2: Yeah. Because
3: yeah. any little thing, it doesn't matter if it's one line or a series, regular, you know, or if it's a cameo in a film or the lead in a mm-hmm. feature, it's like every mm-hmm. little thing is a win. Everything is a win, whether it's a big win, a quote unquote, small win. Like it doesn't matter. Like everything is a win because this industry is so fickle and it's so specific in particular. And, and, and not everyone gets the opportunities to do what we're doing. And we've all started from literally nowhere and nothing, right? Right. Like I only have a a couple friends who started in this industry with connections or started because a family or a relative knew somebody who knew somebody, you know, the rest of us literally started from the bottom. Like I've told Armani, I'm like, I PA'd on like lifetime movies. I did background. I was a stand in. I did everything. So I feel now that's why I think I have so much compassion for everyone in every other role because I've done it. And like, when you've also worked. And
0: that does show on set, by the way. Let me oh, tell you. you think so? That's nice. I uh, yeah, and I'm always. I mean, look, we, the yeah. things I say to you about how great you are as a as a cast member and just as a person in general, I'm not just saying these things. Like, <laughs> you know, you're great to work with. Um, you're a joy to be around, and I know that I'm not the only person on set that feels that way. So, thank you. Know, you.
3: That means a lot to yeah. me. It, it does. I definitely think it's a. Uh, it helps when you've done it before like when you Mm -hmm. started started from the bottom now we hit like it Mm -hmm. really helps and i also think it it just your respect factor for everyone around you just changes and i think that's why like you've seen me on set like i sometimes will get really frustrated or annoyed with other people who feel a little bit more what's the word um entitled
2: um, entitled Entitled. yeah
1: privileged yeah Yeah, Yeah. because
3: you're not you know You're not. And nobody said that you have to be here. Nobody's holding a gun to your head. This is a privilege to be acting. There's thousands of actors who would joyfully take your job and also do a great job. Like, that's the thing. I'm a a talented actress. I think all my friends are, but like, that's the thing. All my friends are are, like, everyone is also a talented actress. So like for you to have this role, because you personally were the right fit is a blessing and should be treated as such and shouldn't be like thrown away. Like, it's nothing. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm
2: -hmm. And so there's just
3: a respect factor and and respect everybody's time because everyone's there to do a job and everyone's working really hard and everyone wants to make it a great show. So it's like, you have to give that same energy, that same, you know, respect and, and, and compassion to everybody around you. And not to say like, there aren't situations where that aren't frustrating because there are, but like, you also weren't there at, 5am you came in at Mm 7am and you went to hair and makeup and like you think all that was there. Like you think it just showed up when you were there. Like no people got up early.
0: Shalisha was
2: already there. (laughs)
3: Shalisha was there. (laughs) I'm like, people got up early. They drove here. They did all of this and got it ready for you. So the least you can do is show up with a good attitude. Like, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's really like bare minimum. So, I mean, that's my perspective. Everyone's is going to be different. But that's yeah, just yeah. where yeah. I'm at. But that's also from my experience yeah, no. because of where I started. So
2: right, I think that's a great perspective, no, and, I, and uh, I
0: appreciate that. I've, I I needed to hear that, especially um today, because you know I was I went to therapy today for the first time, and my uh, gosh, just talking about career stuff and yeah, you know, wanting p- to pursue acting and just you know it taking time and everything. I just mm-hmm. I I appreciate your advice as someone who is an actor well thanks and for just being a part of the show and just coming on i, I really enjoyed the interview um you know but i always enjoy Yay. your energy and, and everything when we're at work so, oh, you, so you make sweet. it very tolerable <laughs>
3: i make your 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 16 hour day 18 hour days more tolerable yeah and
0: and that's really just all it is because i do i do love the crew um love the cast and you know it is is again is a blessing to be there um you know the hours are just long but it's gonna be long regardless of what yeah you know position you have this is true yeah Yeah. this This is is true
3: but you definitely have one of the longer ones and and we appreciate you i appreciate you i mean i know like i told you before I've done it and it's a lot. And so I am giving you positive energy all the time every day. And I'm excited. I I can't wait to see you like when you're on a series and then hopefully I'll have my talk show and then I can interview you and I can be like, Oh my gosh, Armandi! Now you're on season three. This is so amazing. How exciting. Like that's uh, what no. I look forward to. Um, okay, I can't wait. Right. But thank hey, you guys age, for that means
0: that means a lot to me.
3: Oh, it's gonna that happen. Like to I'm me. not worried. It's gonna be great. Um, yeah. But thank you guys for having me. This has been so fun. Like I forget how fun podcasts are and talking. This is why I really yeah. need to do a talk show because I love to talk too. So this is like. And the next time yes. we have yeah.
1: you on, we're gonna have you on with your mom or your dad.
3: Oh, or both. Oh, I would love yeah, that. Yeah, we have some They're boomers, so some boomers
1: with you. No. Yeah.
3: Yes, but, absolutely. Uh, My mom would love thanks, that. Thanks,
0: Ange. And, and all, all you guys, you know, again, you can see Angelica uh, in Stargirl. Season two is on C-W HBO app? Max.
2: Oh, yes. It is on HBO and Max. the
0: CW app. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can watch it on both. Um, I mean, we're still working on season three. So y'all gonna have to wait for that. Um, But also mm-hmm. in Moxie on Netflix, Tall Girl and Tall Girl 2 coming out. You said February 11th?
3: February 11th. And I have another Netflix movie called Love and Gelato coming out in May.
1: All right. Nice. Okay. Hopefully
3: some other Netflix projects potentially soon.
1: Wonderful. Um, Okay. I look
3: forward to that. Great. Shout out to Netflix. Please keep
1: hiring me. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah.
3: Great. Can't complain.
0: (laughs) well i'll see you uh i'll see you friday
3: you will i will see you friday and it'll be great i look forward to it
0: yeah it's gonna be great
3: Yay! super soon
0: and all okay. it's gonna be it's gonna be wonderful
3: well it was so nice to meet you armandy's dad reggie the boomer hi thank you so much for having me this has been so great nice yes thank you. you for
1: joining us okay we'll talk to you next time
3: okay bye bye.
0: thanks again Ange, for being on the show
1: oh yeah it was fun it's great interview fun. yeah fun. yeah a lot of great insight too you ready to get into it ah I tell you I, I, know. I just i I just don't know what to say after 41 years
0: I can think of something to say but yeah. yeah yeah a few things yeah. to say
1: oh well, there's something we can definitely sing oh we <clears throat>
0: are the champions, are the champions again. Of and we'll keep
2: on fighting we
0: are the champions we are the champions no time for Bama cause we are the champions Yes, Yes. dun-dun,
1: of Of the the world. world. (laughs) (laughs) So once again, we get to sing the song.
0: Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. For the Braves.
1: And now the Georgia Bulldogs. Absolutely. Yeah. Welcome again, folks. And we are going to talk a little For This is dedicated to the national championship. Yeah.
0: This this, this for the Dawgs
1: right here. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: um, I forgot what one of the players said. He was um after they won, he said, man, on the back is for my mama. He's talking about his last name on his jersey. In right. and, and, and the front is for y'all. The G is for y'all. And I was like, mm, I felt that. Yes. I felt
1: yes, that. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, I felt it deep in my soul knowing that it's been 41 years and having witnessed the last last championship of the Bulldogs having come so close so many times and just thinking back to 1980 being at the Superdome in New Orleans playing Notre Dame and it really is a back and forth game it was a very defensive game you know and Herschel Walker coming through actually he dislocated his shoulder and they taped that thing back up and he went back out of there was yikes like, that was back in the day right
0: yeah were, i think they were built a little right, different right, back right, then
1: right right but that just culminated an undefeated season i was just blessed to be able to witness that to be on the field to be in that whole you know i i, I think back now because I was, you know, mind I was probably younger than you were mm-hmm. back when this happened. And I don't think I can really remember the gravity of it all. You know, I mean, I've celebrated. It yeah. was a wonderful thing. Yeah, right? yeah. But, you know, it's like, okay. And then a week later, we went on. Then you think, well, we'll do it again next year, which yeah. we almost did, but we didn't. Yeah. And then from that point on, every other year... You start the season you as a hope. Georgia Bulldog. Yeah. yeah. To get so close so many times, and yeah. particularly being in attendance at the last time we played Alabama. Oh, yeah. And the game had gone into overtime, so it was my birthday. It was yeah, it was rough, man. Oh, it, it was just, rough. You know.
0: Yeah, because I know it was exciting to get tickets uh, for the game, so yeah. shout out to Ann Virginia yeah. for that. yeah, um, yeah.
1: You to know, be in a place where you're thinking everything is set up. We were in the lead. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was at the, home. Yeah. Third quarter for me. Yeah. Fourth quarter for me was like, you know, we're going to win this thing. It's going to be my birthday. It's going to be a wonderful celebration. And fast forward three years and here we are. It's a day after my birthday. Uh, we're in the third quarter and it doesn't look too
0: good. Yeah, I don't point. even remember where I was when I was watching that game, but I know wherever I was, I was heartbroken.
1: Yeah, yeah. So where I was so elated three, four years ago when we had to lead in the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter this time, I was a little concerned. Yeah. Not just concerned, I was upset. Upset enough to eat a hat. Yeah, because
0: <laughs> I mean, should I play the clip?
1: What did you say? If we win with Stetson Bennett, I will eat my old Georgia hat. I got the salt. I got the hat, I will eat it if we win a national championship with a Prove me wrong, Stunson. Okay, now you have to understand, <laughs> have to put that clip in context.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I okay. Mean, I will be making sure that you eat the hat. <laughs> People were hitting me up. Like, you right, now right. you have to eat the hat.
1: Right, because you posted it on yeah. social media. Thank yeah. you very much for that. But I was caught up in the moment. I yeah. will say that. And I'm just saying, I'm just going by history. This has been his M.O., you know, we, we, with Alabama in particular. Absolutely. Always. Uh, some interception, some pick six, some fumble that leads to a score. And that's exactly what happened. And I'm saying to myself, here we go again. I am just through. I am through with this whole quarterback thing. And at that point, I really didn't have a whole lot of faith. I, yeah. I will say that.
0: Yeah, how would you feel? like, At what point were you like? oh, shoot, I got to eat this hat. You know what I'm saying? Like, at what point were you like? Oh, oh, it wasn't until. Oh, you weren't thinking about that?
1: No. Oh, okay. I was like. Oh, okay. You you were just too excited. Right. It wasn't until intercepted that pass. Yeah. And you saw Kirby running, like you said, along the sidelines. Yeah,
0: he was trying to tell him to go down. down, But but he was like, no, I'm taking this to the house, boy. (laughs) You know, Bryce Young threw that interception, got a pick six. Sealed the deal, 33-18.
1: That's when I knew. That uh, I was looking for the salt and pepper for the hat Mm because I knew then we were the champions, that it was over.
0: Yeah, it's just nice saying 33 18 and not being on the 18 side of that. You know what I'm
1: saying? (laughs) Like,
0: (laughs) I'm not used to that, you know? I know,
1: particularly when it comes to Alabama. Yeah,
0: that's what I mean. Like, I mean, we were cooking people all season. Yeah. not get it twisted. We were cooking people all season until we
1: met Alabama. Alabama. But you know what?
0: Listen, it doesn't matter. Did you? And then, oh, uh, we got to talk about Stetson Bennett's interview on Good Morning America the next morning. Oh yeah, this dude was still drunk the next day. This <laughs> dude was still drunk. He was first of all, he was crying after the game, yeah, and everything. Yeah. But this dude, he was still drunk. He yeah. was still celebrating. He if could you, barely keep
1: his eyes open. Yeah, he's on GMA. If you haven't seen it, yeah, it's just on watch your the interview. Term. It's hilarious. It's funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> and 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 really, I thought about that thing. I said, whoever's handling that should have just said Stetson's not feeling well and. And we need to reschedule. But I think probably there was just nobody, you know, the producer for GMA had called him up and the interview was probably done from his house. Yeah. So there was nobody really there. Or
0: it might've been, it might've been, uh, st- it
1: looked like it was still in Georgia. Like it was still. Yeah. Oh yeah. It yeah, might've been. Saying? Yeah. It might've been on his f- cell phone or something. And I think right. there was nobody in, no, no intermediate person. To yeah, say, yeah. 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 Stetson, you are in no condition to be <laughs> yeah. on national TV. There was one part. I, I almost thought he fell asleep.
0: Like he was, <laughs> it was so funny, but I mean, Hey man, you got yourself a natty.
1: Shout out to to them dogs, man. How yeah. about them dogs?
0: I, it just yeah. feels good. It yeah. feels good. You know,
1: and I was I was wrong about sets, and I, I should have known. I mean, the fact that he has my middle name, we share middle names, and Fleming. So you know, that, I'll give him a little. I'll give him a little credit. I still think and I still believe that that <laughs> yeah. it was the defense that really came oh, no, to absolutely. play this time. He's
0: still not an elite quarterback. No, no. People I mean, and and for all you Georgia fans out there, I get it. He yeah. he he got the job done. I understand, but look, even in that interview, um, he was talking about how he was gonna go to to what to law school or something. Yeah, like yeah, he, I think he
1: knows. He yeah, knows that I, that's I, not. Yeah, yeah,
0: you know what I mean. But hey, you got the natty MVP. Okay, okay, yeah.
1: So yeah. shout, out, so shout I, out
0: to them dogs, especially the ones that are that are declaring for the draft because there's quite a few.
1: Well, I mean that's what happens when you have an elite program, and yeah. Alabama has the same problem. I think that. The defense came to play. Um, you holding Alabama to nine points by halftime. You're doing something. This is a prolific scoring yeah. team, and they woke up. They were conditioned. I'm not sure what was going on in the SEC championship. I think that they were just kind of cruising. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, I think that loss was the reason. And I have to give. I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to Alabama for beating us because I think that was the eye opener. The awakener, that was the slap in the face that Georgia needed, in particular the defense, to go ahead on put Michigan, was it Michigan that we beat in yeah. the semifinals? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and send them home. Because, yeah. You know, yeah, it wasn't even. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, okay. Yeah, you know, get them out of here. Alabama was like, took care of Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like just, you know, in all this talk and all this, well, you know, Michigan is going to. You know, they're going to be a problem for Georgia, and da 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 da, da. They always do that when it comes to the Absolutely. SEC. Cincinnati has a chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to see. <laughs> right, they had a chance. We're going right. to see. I will say that the, the feeling I had when he intercepted that ball and ran back was a 180, you know? Yeah. That was the opposite of the way I felt when Tua threw that touchdown pass in overtime. Yeah. It was such a letdown. I mean, we would, I just remember seeing the ball in the air and just sitting back in my seat. Everybody was standing up. And oh, and I knew I could see the trajectory of the ball, and I knew mm-hmm. it was over. Yeah. And I just sat back down in the seat. Everybody around me standing up, and I just kind of shook my head. Man, I tell you. Yeah. When he caught yes, that sir. interception— I knew then it was going to be a pick six. Absolutely. Even though Kirby was like, just get down. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. You take that to the house, boy. did the right thing. Yep, absolutely. Seal
0: the deal. Nail in the coffin. Send these
1: boys home. And I saw the expression on some Alabama fans. Yo,
0: they were tight.
1: Boy. Look, that was the expression I had three years ago. Yeah, absolutely. When uh, Tua threw that touchdown pass. So
0: absolutely. Now, hopefully, we could do the same thing again next
1: year. But you know, well, yeah, it's hard. Don't to, see. It's hard to repeat. And, yeah, and you know. look, Stetson is like, I'm coming back. I mean, yeah, where, is he well, where, yeah. where else is he going? right <laughs> exactly so and Pickens did you say Pickens has declared for the draft yeah you did so no portal for him yeah He's him Zeus oh wow yeah Um, I I could see a few people. Yeah. Yeah. And there there are some other really five star receivers. I just hope that we get a little better at distributing the ball. I don't know if that's going to happen with Stetson. But, you know, something's going to have to happen because everybody's saying that's kind of a once in a lifetime defense. You don't see that kind of defense that really propelled you to the national championship. I know defense wins championships. But to be honest with you, if you look at the teams that have won national championships over the last ever since the the, uh, the playoffs have, have been in place. It's always been prolific offenses. Yeah. So to have a defense help you win, really, that's very, very special. And so we're not going to have that defense next year. So I'm hoping we could be a little bit more balanced and the offense can can score a little more. But we'll see. Because that has not been Kirby's mo either.
0: So. Well, hey, on, on, uh, until next season. We, but I'm we, positive. Yeah, I'm being yeah, positive. Look, look Until <laughs> until next season, we are riding on. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, the
0: high of this win.
1: Yes. You
0: know, what I'm saying, knock on wood, but uh, and, Atlanta Atlanta sports looking. You know, Georgia sports looking a lot better than they were a few years ago. Yeah, okay, I'm well, just gonna
1: say that. We won't even talk about the Hawks and well, the I mean, Falcons you know, at this point, but yeah, you know. There's room for That's improvement. Okay. I mean, we got two championships, and somebody said, well, UGA is not in Atlanta. Yeah, well, it doesn't most, matter. It most doesn't of matter. the alums at UGA Look, live in Atlanta. Listen,
0: is Quavo at the game? Okay, there. There you go. Yes. There you go. Is yeah, Quavo yeah. on the sidelines? <laughs> hey, he, he represented for the city. All right. So everybody just relax. Atlanta will claim this one as well. Thank oh, you. Oh, we, exactly. we always do. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So, I haven't bought any merch yet. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get some. Uh, but I did get that hat. Your mom bought me a hat on Monday yeah. during the day, and it's got my initials in the year stitched on the back of the hat. Yeah. So now that's my championship hat. So yeah. I'm going to put national champs on one side and an 18-33 yeah. or 33-18. There you go. On the other side. There you go. So that's going to be my commemorative hat that I designed. Yeah, there you go. Uh, But I did run into somebody even just today that had a lanyard that had national championship and UGA. I was like, where'd you get that from? And she said, you know, I was watching the game. We won. And they said that the athletic stores and everybody was going to be open selling merch for the national championship. I'm gone. She said at midnight. I put my clothes on, boom. Yeah, I'm at uh, Academy yeah, Sports, and I'm just buying up all kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a bit much, but yeah, you know, that's hey, a bit much. Yeah,
0: I mean, we will get we'll, we'll, we'll get, get some merch yeah. eventually. Because I also got to get some Braves merch as well. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah, we yeah. Didn't, we didn't for sure. That. Yeah, for we, sure. When it go well, now it's on sale, so we well, that's get, great. Get, get right, it's great. Perfect yeah. timing. Yeah, so anyway, we're the champions again, just a celebration, just like we did yeah. with the Braves, a celebration of winning after forty one years, and it means a, a whole lot to me. I have been a part of forty one seasons of yeah.
0: <laughs> That's facts, man. Yeah. Think That's about crazy. That.
1: You know, I follow the Bulldogs every single year. This is fact. And 41 years is a long that time. A long and I'm time. just blessed to be here yeah, to be able to witness the second one. <laughs>
2: you
0: make it sound like it's one of the eight, I know, I know. The eight great wonders of the world. I like, like <laughs> Yeah, but okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: just saying. I'm absolutely. Just, I'm just letting you all know where I'm coming from. That's why I was talking about eating my hat. I was just that upset that will we get here again and lose to Alabama for a fifth time. I just, you
0: know. Well, congratulations. And you're going to eat that hat. Yeah. Uh shout out to Ange again for being on Thank the show you. as well.
1: Thank you Angelica. And yeah, I mean that's yeah, that we hope pretty much well, it. we hope you enjoyed this this special edition. Follow us on social media. Absolutely, absolutely. Visit us at boomingmillennial.com. Yeah, leave a website. comment. Yeah.
0: Anything you want us to talk about? Anything you want us to, to cover? You know, uh, just let us know.
1: And I want to say this edition will probably put us over one thousand downloads. So okay. Well, shout out to that. Uh, we are trying to get there. If you you listen, you subscribe. Please uh, go ahead and and let somebody else know. You know, send them a uh, what. DM or what? Share.
0: Oh God, yeah, just just share the podcast, guys. So I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna help my dad with the with the proper terms, and so he's thank not you. struggling. Thank um, you very much for all the for all the <laughs> boomers out
1: there. And shout out to the Dangerfield Newbies, of yeah, course, for yeah. our for our music. Absolutely. You know, go check them out. Yes, and we got a link on the website as well. So thank you, Dangerfield Newbies, and thank you for listening and being a part of Boomer and the Millennial. And until next time, I'm Reggie the Boomer,
0: and I'm Armani the Millennial. We're out. Peace.